let's just talk about it in a partnership to make it easy, right? Mm -hmm. And you don't receive well, then you are cutting off the pleasure that that person, that you feel that that person could feel by giving to you. If you're not a good receiver, you're not allowing your partner to be able to have that feeling that you get from giving as well. So be open to receive. Did I explain that all right? Hello, dear friends. Welcome to Upgradable Podcast, home base for adventurous souls who are looking for extraordinary living. I'm Anna, the owner of Upgradable. Several years ago, I started my own personal transformation and self-discovery journey feeling deep inside that there must be more to life. And in order to find what is really stopping us from living our best lives, not only externally, but most important, internally. The purpose of this podcast is to share with you inspiring stories, self-empowerment tools, and new ideas to help you find your own breakthroughs, unlock your superpowers, and master the art of living life of joy, grace, purpose, and success. This subject that we were going to talk about tonight, unless we're answering your questions, is about sensuality and sexuality. And it's not something that I've studied. It's something I looked into a little bit and obviously my own personal experience. So what we decided to do tonight was I have to, as we do, tell our clients that we work with, get out of your comfort zone. So this tonight is Anna's got a bit more information than me. But so we're just going to go for it. Don't really know what's going to happen, but it's about putting yourself out. And I have to take my own advice and get out of my comfort zone. Not that it's an uncomfortable subject. It's just I don't know what's going to happen. So uh, we decided to do it like this tonight and go into the online. Is that yeah. right? <laughs> Richard will just channel tonight from the high intelligence. Yeah. <laughs> you don't... I'm going to open my crown chakra and just. Yeah. <laughs> So, maybe I can start then. Um, mm. Why we have chosen, first of all, this uh, subject, sensuality and sexuality. And I want to give a, a little definition of what it is. Also, I think the majority of people know what it is. But we need to understand that sensuality is about um, exploring, is about pursuing everything which gives you uh, physical pleasure but it's not necessarily something sexual also uh it is the, the sexual pleasure are included in sensuality so it's all about nurturing your senses all about fulfilling your senses while sexuality is um uh the energy with which we are all born so it's something inherent to us and it is one of the most powerful energies that exist in us so if we are looking at our chakras our sexual energy is located in the uh, sacral chakra and um, I, uh, Richard I'm not sure if I lost you but yeah, I will continue for now. In your sacral chakra, and if your sacral chakra is uh, in balance, you have a um, healthy relationship with your sexuality. That means that uh, you don't have any addictions around this subject, uh, any obsessions, right? And as well, root chakra have um has a very big impact on uh, your sexuality so if uh, you have um, um your root chakra in balance then your uh, sexuality will be in balance as well right and i think i lost richard uh just one second, we will try to reconnect. I think we will we were too enthusiastic um, about having no technical issue. Hello. Hello. I Hello. I, Hello. I don't know what happened then. Yeah, I don't know. But you see. <laughs> Uh, anyway, we are back. So I was just explaining the difference between sensuality and sexuality. And why we have chosen this topic, 
Uh, well, first of all, this sexuality is one of the most powerful energies that uh, we have, right? So um, we can use our sexuality for our drive, for our motivation, for our uh, creativity. And uh, uh, sexual energy as well, it's something which is a doorway for us receiving what we want to receive in life for manifestation. Because uh, it asks if we're connected, if we have a good relationship to our sexuality, if we allow ourselves to receive pleasures, this is a sign to the universe that we allow ourselves to receive. Sexuality and sensuality as well is our doorway for um, self-love, because when we are connected to it, that means that we accept ourselves and we love our bodies. It's a doorway to healing as well. Uh, and uh, healing all kinds of traumas, not only sexual traumas, but all kinds of traumas as well. So basically, it's through your sexual energy, you connect to your power. That's why it is so powerful. And unfortunately, lots of people in our society still have shame around this subject and i think it's more of unconscious uh, shame because i think it's like a collective shame because it was perceived that sexuality and sex is something which is dirty it's something which is not uh, pure so are we are afraid of expressing it somewhere subconsciously we think that it is not good to be liberated sexually but what it is happening is we are blocking our energy inside of our body because we remember that it is one of the most powerful energies which exist. So we block it and that means that we block our creativity, our drive in life, um, our motivation, our inspiration, we block all that. So um, do you want to add something? Or, yeah, I think um, what came up for me then is the other the other part of of sexuality and and, and the part of our lives which maybe um, is not always taught. Well, two things. One of the thing one of the things you said then was about collective, like a collective consciousness, mm -hmm. which is let's take the UK or Britain for example, and then you can talk about you know where you're from and where you live, which are very I think potentially very different collective consciousness is around sexuality mm -hmm. and, and openness. So UK, for example, it, it kind of like, it seems to, and again, I don't know a lot about this. I'm just going off the top of my head, but it seems to go in waves. You know, there was like the 60s and 70s where it was more open and free and now we're back into, you know, and it goes into, it goes in waves where like the collective consciousness is more repressed about sexuality and sensuality and times when it's more open. So it kind of goes in, I feel it goes in waves, and I don't know if that's right or wrong. I'm just talking off the top of my head. And, and that's more about collective consciousness. So it is a subconscious belief or something that um, that's ingrained with you because obviously when, we are, when we're learning, when we're kids, then society, collective consciousness, has a massive impact on what we are taught to believe about mm -hmm. ourselves. So if we're going through a phase of... Uh, if a wave of collective consciousness is to be repressed about sexuality and sensuality, then that's going to be ingrained in us as a child that we carry through our life. Yeah. Um, and it kind of goes in waves. And the other thing that I was really sprung to mind then when you were talking was there's a side that, yeah, our sex, sexuality and sensuality or, or, or comes from our root chakra, a uh, sacral chakra. And it's very, very powerful, very motivating. And I think it's also really important to bring in at this time something I do partially know about this subject. And that is that we, a large proportion of us, and again, collective consciousness and lack of understanding is connected more to male. We, we both have masculine and feminine energy inside us mm -hmm. and sexuality and sensuality and to connect to both of those equally 
is very important as well to be able to use both sides of our sensuality or both sides of our sexuality and that doesn't mean for example if you're a man you're connected to a gay side of your sexuality because you're connected to your feminine side it just means that we've both got a feminine and masculine side inside us that we can use for our own power at any time we're connected to both that's what came up then yeah yeah just uh, have them in balance and have good relationship with both feminine and masculine but what you mentioned about like um through the years at the beginning we had this feminine uh suppressed right it was uh, uh the sexual world was more about uh men dominating right and even subconsciously mm -hmm. i think it's happening that um women they have more troubles with uh asking for what gives them pleasure and everything and just because subconsciously they believe that it's firstly about the men so that's why i think lots of women are struggling with expressing their sexuality and and as well asking for what makes them a pleasure but um oh, i lost my idea but it will come now uh but um the thing is then we went to this phase of women women claiming themselves right that they're equal with a man and we went to another extremity where uh, women moved more towards their masculine energy absolutely masculine side yeah yeah and i think it uh, it doesn't help as well because women uh, for them are more natural being on their feminine side well once again we need to we have both of the energies but mm -hmm. when we're talking about sexuality it's for us it's more natural to be in the feminine side unfortunately today there are lots of uh, movements people who are talking about this subject and allowing women to drop into their feminine energy regarding sexuality as well mm. connect with their bodies and be more like feminine <laughs> and to express more what they want and to move away from from this masculine domination right uh yeah it's what i wanted to to add to that so uh, kevin's made a couple of comments yeah just what we were saying before and that is well first of all we love kevin kevin's amazing he's a superhero of the universe first thing that's thing i have to say second thing i have to say kevin is completely connected to both his masculine and feminine side in in his life and his sense and very very and a very central person in very very many ways a very central person connected to uh he's very loving and giving very masculine he's very connected very central when it comes to speaking and picking up with energy uh he's got even if anybody knows anything about kevin he's got his horses so he's a very sensually sensory <laughs> person and he picks up a lot of things so kevin is an amazing person to have on us with us here today when we're talking about sensuality uh, he's saying that first of all yes the 60s was free um like we were saying before 60s and maybe a bit into 70s 50s probably was like repressed like you were talking about before like you know male domination maybe more repressed um women in the, in the 50s and then into uh the 80s again more oppressed and maybe into 90s and then what you're talking about in this i'm talking about uk because i don't really know about the rest what you're talking about anna is a wave going into where we are now where there has been that you're right that massive push of there was that women being uh in coming being into powerful and being equal which of course they are um but going into business and really really or going into you know being in, on an equal with men in business or whatever part of the um, social society it is, and 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 going heavily onto the masculine side um, to have to in a way to kind of like if you want compete, but I don't know, you know, not turning this into a you know gender political um, discussion, but yeah. the but the the key is to have both sides, you know, even the men, the men who are male dominated, who are going to go and try and like batter this batter your way through something when actually you know connect to the feminine side of your masculinity and mm -hmm. find another way around it's like it, you know it's got to work both ways 
Kevin is saying, love you both, and Goddess Energy is returning. Yay! <laughs> we love you, Kevin, too. We love you, Kevin. I will see your horses again soon, brother. Yeah. I think I'm going to have a with your horses. <laughs> and we love your horses, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> your horses. And uh, what you just mentioned, I think lots of men today, they have trouble with dropping not dropping, but we is uh, going into their feminine energy, we is uh, developing this side, we just putting away this armor of being strong and cool the time, but just to drop into their feminine energy, which I think, I, I don't know, but it will come to me, it will help as well to develop their sense of sensuality and sexuality, mm. to, to just drop away this armor. From, from from I think when from my point of view in the discussion tonight I was when I was thinking earlier on it's it's like we because obviously we are male and female um, I think and know that I am connected to both sides masculine and feminine side and you're connected to both sides as well and it's it's so we've got a balance and from from the male perspective getting in contact with that sensuality of the female side. It's like if you're always doing something with a male-dominated side of your sensuality, you're kind of like, because I've worked with people on this, and men and women, and, and like I've tried to describe it saying what you're doing is like you're trying to fix every job with the same tool, like every job with a hammer. When you could actually fix a job or a situation, you've got two, two tools. And like, which one is suitable for the job? It's not that you are more feminine because you're using your feminine energy to, to maybe, let's call it solve a problem or to get somewhere. It doesn't make you feminine. It means you're using your feminine energy. And that's, that's something I think that is missed. Definitely not on Kevin. <laughs> it's something that's missed with the guys. Immediately you talking to guys, you talk talking about their feminine energy, then they, you know, a large percentage of guys, not everybody, and feminine sensuality switch into, uh, you know, very, very small minorities switch into thinking it's about, you know, immediately being gay or switch into thinking it's about maybe about weakness um, when really it's just having like a different tool, two different tools to, to, to work around or to create something or work around a problem. And it's not about, any change in your sexuality yeah yeah totally i think it's uh, it's still very much about being weak <laughs> feminine energy which we associate in in our society I yeah mean, i mean nothing. feminine energy fits in, in a group of guys using feminine energy in a group of guys can be very from a guy you know you don't you don't like go okay i'm about to use my feminine energy stand back everyone it's about <laughs> you know just taking this other, and, it, and it can be disarming you know not, not in, in a manipulative way, but it's, it's disarming. It can create like a whole new pathway. Yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. But maybe we can go towards like why it is, um, how we can connect to our sensuality and sexuality. Mm -hmm. And I want to start with what prevents us the connection. Well, first of all, this what we have discussed, this uh, shame that we are holding. Then it's stress the stressful life that we are living, of course, if we are tired and we are under fight and flight response state all the time, uh, we can't connect, connect to our sexuality, it is suffering. It's as well um, when we are not accepting and we are not loving ourselves, right? Because if we don't love our bodies, we can't truly connect to our sensuality and sexuality. And uh, how we can connect there are so many different ways, and they are the same for sensuality and sexuality. And just to make it clear once again, uh, connecting to your sexuality does not mean uh, having sex, right? Mm -hmm. about it, it's included, but it's not necessarily about that. So it can be as simple as going and have a work in the nature or 
smelling and touching the flowers because it's neutering. I don't know what is the word to yourself. Naturally, naturally. <laughs> yeah. So it's about putting um, your favorite um, uh, moisturizer on your skin. It can be about massage. It can be about taking a cord bath. It can be about sensual dance, doing everything physical with your uh, body. Uh, and uh, if we go more towards sexuality, it can be about self-pleasure uh, and uh, about just touching, learning to touch your body when you explore what gives you pleasure. It's how you connect to your sexuality. Uh, yeah, so there are so many different ways in which you can explore and connect to your sensuality and sexuality and to bring your sacral chakra in balance. <laughs> because, yeah. yeah, just one thing to add, it's... Uh, no, carry on, I'm listening, I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> it's only when it is in balance we have a healthy relationship to our sexuality because if it is not, we have this culture of porn and everything and addictions this is actually when we are not in touch in a health relationship with our sexuality. Yeah. It's just to pick up, first of all, uh, Kevin's made a comment saying, uh, men are told to be macho, not to be a girl. Um, and yet I now, and he now sees uh, feminine energy to be strong too. Which, feminine energy within, within, within I think he's, I'm gonna fill in for him and say, feminine energy within the man to be strong too. And I know from experience, and Kevin won't mind me sharing this with, with people here, that Kevin, I know, as has had um, uh, been brought up, was brought, not been, was brought up, I should say, with that kind of men, you're meant to be macho and, you know, don't show, don't show your weaker side and things like that, which is a whole different subject. It's affecting men at the moment massively. Um, and I also know that Kevin's worked very, very hard on himself uh, and with his family um, to bring those things into balance and bring him into the kind of like beautiful balance being he is at the moment. And like if anybody can wants to connect with Kevin and talk about his journey because he is amazing. He's had an amazing journey connecting to those two sides because he like I I've said this before on um, I I wasn't brought up in an environment where that that kind of like either one or other was forced. Um, but yeah, but you're right. Connecting with your sensuality and sexuality, I think we have to remember that we've got, when we're talking sensuality, like you said, we've got five senses. Well, we start off with the five physical senses. Mm -hmm. So like something sensual to, to, to some people might be just listening to something, you know, we, we talk about having, you know, listen to an amazing piece of music and having an eargasm, right? That's, that's something to, to people that's so sensual and other people, <clears throat> you know, smell is, is, is a really sensual thing to some people. You know, some people are very much guided by their smell and that's our smell. It was our reptilian first sense. So for a lot of people, smell is what we trust the strongest and that's extremely sensual for a lot of people is, and obviously the smell of another person or the opposite sex or the same sex or something in nature is amazingly sensual. Um, and, you know, obviously visual, a lot of people are visual and that's just, that can be really sensual. And I'm not talking about looking at another person as being sensual or smelling them or whatever or listening to them. It can be something in nature. And, of course, what some people would say was the, the kinesthetic or the touch, possibly the most sensual of all. And, again, that doesn't mean that you're touching another person. Mm. It could mean that the touch or energy that you feel from a tree, for example, or the earth, could be an amazingly sensual experience for you. So it's, I think I'm right in saying what you're talking about is connecting to that. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Good. Go I, I it's like the definition is everything which brings you pleasure. It's, it's about connecting. And I want to make one comment about the pleasure. I think in today's spiritual world, we take, some, some people take uh, all this spirituality very seriously, or there is a saying like, we need to avoid pleasure, right? And I, yep. don't, I don't agree with that. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think the problem is not to be attached to pleasure and to accept that the opposite pain is part of life. As soon as you accept that both exist and both are part of your life experience, you're fine. There is nothing wrong and bad with wanting to have pleasures in your life. Yeah. Balance is, I mean, I know, you know, I, I don't know the deep bleed. There's just a couple of comments, by the way, before we go, um, before I go any further. Kevin said, eargasm, love it. <laughs> I listen to you as an eargasm. Um, I love bare feet in the dewy grass, right? That's so central. Bare feet in the dewy grass. Like, that is so central. You can even tell by the way Kevin has written it, the energy that's come from that. You can tell that that is an amazing central experience for him. Um, and then Lynn, somebody I know very well, I agree with Kevin, it's what it is and embrace it, which is what you're saying, Anna. Um, I know I know you're a very touchy-feely person um, and we are what we want and we have to embrace what gives us sensuality. Um, and then obviously we move on to the, the like, and we go into the wider than the five physical senses and you're then talking about like energy being a sense as well, you know, and picking up energy and vibration as a sensuality too, which is kind of taking it to another level. Yeah, yes, absolutely. And um, maybe we can give as well people some uh, ideas around business, right? How we can channel our sexual energy to use it in, in your work, in your business and as well as the relationships. Well, how major, if we're talking about entrepreneurs, not only like if we're working for a company, it's absolutely the same. What we are doing, we just put ourselves under the stress. I need to work harder. I need to do more. We force, we sit the whole day in front of the computer. And uh, what it does with us, we don't we can't connect in this state to our bodies we neglect our bodies we punish our bodies mm. and our our life force energy drops significantly and uh, because it's not you what you do but it's your energy which creates the results the result that you produce through this energy are very average instead you can um accommodate connection to your sensuality and sexuality in your daily living and once again it can be as simple as uh, i don't remember how kevin put it but walking on the grass <laughs> put it, uh, he's put two things actually he's put um energy is powerful especially somebody who radiates pure unconditional love that's something we can come on to in a second um and he put uh love bare feet in the dewy grass Yes, exactly that. <laughs> so you can just do that, go for work, you can uh, sit and take um, some deep breaths, right? Do the, using different uh, breathing techniques to reconnect with your body. Or you can just incorporate in your uh, daily routine some self-pleasure, so it can be helpful for you as well, so to be in a little language with what you want to create. Because uh, then your level of energy increases significantly, right? When you use, when you're connected to your, to your sexuality and se- sensuality and sexuality. But what I want to add as well, it's not necessarily um, like we are using sex for um, you. For, for, for our creativity. It's actually, it's a little bit, not the opposite, but it's when we use this uh, sexual energy and we move it from our low chakras, from our from down to the top. That's how we transmute this energy into our creativity. And there are special breathing techniques that you can use for doing that. I'm not an expert on that. Uh, but you can uh, you can find out for yourself if you are curious, and it is a little bit different for men and for women. But the idea is you're just moving through the breath. As soon as you have this sexual energy, you feel it inside of your body. You just start moving it from top from down to the top, and this is how you transmute it into your uh, inspiration, into your creativity. 
yeah, so this is what I want to add about how you can use it in your daily life, in, in your business as well. And uh, do you want to add something or we go to the yeah. point? Yeah. yeah, no, what I was going to add is that you're right. You know, you mustn't get confused into thinking or into thinking that we're talking about, we're talking about connecting to your sexuality and male and female and obviously connecting to your sensuality, but we're not talking about, you know, using sex as such in business to get your, or your sexuality as such in the business to get um, for in terms of manipulation. What we, what you were talking about, which was I was, what I was going to mention actually, and that is that your these the 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 sexuality is all and the the problems of connecting are all is all in the lower chakras. So the first three chakras is where these kind of things all reside, because you know, and that's where a lot of people um, these days, because of lack of connectivity, because we. We don't get out in nature enough. We we wear plastic shoes and we're not connected to the earth. A lot of the energy gets stuck in our because our these chakras up here are you know the energy centers above here are the ones that are connected to the ethereal, whereas the ones down here are the kind of real world ones. The the, uh, the root root chakra, um, sacral, and um, your third chakra here are are the ones that are, are kind of the real world that are connected to the ego and. Um, solar plexus chakra is connected to the ego and stuff like that so it's it, it to, to connect to that is to connect to these our energy centers that are in the lower part of our body which are the things that kind of you know as an idea or things come down into our life we start thinking about an idea we start talking about it we start visioning it we start talking about it we start feeling in our heart about something let's say for example we're thinking about starting a new business. We might get an idea up here that comes to us, drops down, we can see ourselves doing it, drops down, we start talking about it from our throat chakra. We start thinking, oh, wouldn't that be lovely? And then when you get into the lower three chakras, that's when the real business starts. And it's in these lower three chakras where things start to get into the real world. So it's those parts of our body, and like you said, like go out and have a look on YouTube, connect to your lower three chakras, um, and that's where the energy gets stuck. And when the energy is stuck and our chakras are not spinning at the right, you know, right way, these energy centers, which are our sex, partly our sexuality and our ego, and they they get stuck, and that's when we're not connected to this energy. We connect to that energy, then we've got more balance in all of our body, and we're not just stuck down here and then just having thought in our head then we become more whole and then we're using our sexual energy for the true purpose of what it is yes yeah so yeah <laughs> so, i mean yeah without us going looking look go and look on youtube you know for, for getting some balance in the in the lower chakras it's not about going out and having sex although you can do that as well if you like you can do that as well. I think once again, it, it should be in balance. It, it does not mean that you need to overuse it in order to create this uh, uh, creativity, but actually you are draining. If you're overusing sex, you're draining your creativity, right? But it's everything needs to be in balance. So you're connecting and then you're, you're using, you're putting it in balance and you're using it to, to produce amazing things in life. And I read something recently, I think it's in your, with your solar plexus chakra, I think, or I, I would need to check this because my recall at the moment is um, not completely clear. Um, I need to check this and I think that your your creativity, I think, is in your solar plexus chakra. Um, and if that energy is stuck there and you're not, um, you're not being creative in any way, and we're not talking about creative in like mu music, high art or anything like that, you, creativity for you might be to, anything like writing um speaking cooking whatever your particular creative outlet whatever if that is not in balance if you're not doing something creative in your life uh, just as a little aside of what we're talking about then i've read recently that can affect uh, weight loss and weight gain because you're not having an outlet in this part of your body so then that so this is really important for being in balance in in the lower part of your body using that energy because the energy here needs to be 
like you say, imbalanced and used and shared out in the world. And that goes for your creativity and your sexual energy as well. Used as in it benefiting you in the world and not used, you know, in, 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 because you can, you, you can get out of balance, right? You can go out and you can have, you know, you can indulge, you can have too much sex. You do too, too, you can be too focused on your, your, your sexual energy can be over, over committed, over focused when you're overusing it. And then, you know, then you're completely out of balance again. And I, I have read recently something about like, in order to transfuse the sexual energy into your creativity, mm -hmm. people even take some, uh, uh, they don't uh, have sex for a period of time. It's because they accumulate this energy and they, they use a special techniques in order to transmute them into the creativity. So if you want to try that, my guest as well <laughs> yeah i mean china like like because because what we talked about before because there's that like like element of repression thinking like sex is that just this one thing like sex is sex right and you either kind of like we're in that phase of like it's you either have it or you don't and that's just like it's just that's just not it right it's not something you just have or don't have it's like there's all levels and like you're saying, exploring it, using it, I don't know, like how do things feel and just even doing some breathing, you know, into that into that lower part of your body. It just changes the way you feel and like don't don't be repressed. Just kind of like use it. Talk about it. Talk about it with your friends. Yeah. First of all, if you don't want to talk about it, get some new friends. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's and true, you know, surround yourself with people who want to talk about it. <laughs> exactly yeah and first of all remove all the shame because uh, it's you i mean you're born with it it's it's nothing shameful and never have been around that and the more you explore the better you're connected the better your creativity and life force energy yeah, um, two, two kids together you know a boy and a girl as a kid before they're seven years old you know, happily running around, being very sensual with each other, uh, exploring. I'm not going to say their sexuality because that sounds really wrong. But, you know, they're like being very sensual and, you know, being really open and free with each other until they come into contact with the social conditioning. And you can have, you know, two kids the same age that then go, uh, you know, go into a, an environment where, you know, the conditioning, the social conditioning around sexuality and sensuality is more open and free and one where it's more right we're prudish and repressed and and all that's happened to those two kids is, is their social conditioning yes yeah only that yeah yeah all right miss philippa let me just uh what philippa said it's nice when the two persons energy field and waves entangle spoken like a true engineer philippa Entanglement of waves <laughs> um, properly and the two add up instead of cancelling. Yeah, I mean, you know, amazing. And this is the thing, right? This is, and this has come from one of the heroes of mine, which is Bruce Lipton, who's an amazing you know, leader in um, epigenetic, epigenetics. And, and one of the things that struck me in, a, in, in something I read of his and what he's saying, what we're saying here is, uh, his book is called, I think, something like The Honeymoon Effect. And in The Honeymoon Effect, he's talking about he is talking about relationships and couples. And what he's saying is, what Filippo is alluding to here, when two people, if we're talking about couples, but you could relate this to business, right? You could relate it to other kinds of relationships. Uh, and, and if two people are in balance and they themselves have got their energy in balance there, sensual energy imbalance, their sexual energy imbalance and their energy fields through all of their chakras are imbalanced and you've got these two people that are functioning like completely perfectly together in the world that actually when you put these two people together they create something amazingly and a, and a third dimension instead of like canceling each other out and the way that Bruce Lipton describes it in his book, as he said, if you've got two inert gases and they're perfectly happy in fizzing on their own and going about the universe, but actually when you put them together, they make neon. So that third thing they make is this amazing thing together, but equally they're very, very happy on their own. And that's kind of like, 
when you've got these balance and you're operating on a level like that, you know, that's when the magic, but you can come together, say, in business, mm-hmm. for example, and, and then make something incredible. Yeah, yes. Or, or in relationships. When you have, oh, but I, it's what I want to add about the relationship, because if you have a healthy relationship with your sensuality and your sexuality, then you create a deeper connection, a sexual connection with your partner. Because what tends to happen if you have some traumas or if you are don't just don't know about your own sexuality, you don't know what makes you pleasure or whatever it is, what we tend to do, we just tend to uh, blame the other person that maybe you don't have sexual desires or something like that. But we need to remember it's not about the person, it's about us. It's about our responsibility to explore it. And then to communicate it in a constructive way way of what you have explored about that right about what makes you uh more pleasure or something like that and i think as well lots of people in the couple they think that it's only the responsibility if you are talking about sexual interactions now it's the responsibility of your uh, partner to turn you on and this is not true as well because it's not only your partner's responsibility, it's yours, it's the responsibility. And once again, it's through exploring your sexuality. So don't put all this weight on your partner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's up to you. I mean, it's up to you to explore uh, and uh, to communicate effectively with your partner. Yeah. Our relationships. Yeah, absolutely, and and you know it can it can work and not it can work and not work. You know, sometimes it doesn't work if you're not if you're not um, kind of like if you're not if you're not committed or you're not understanding each other's energy or the communication is wrong. And um, I think that that part of that, without you know going too far down this road, part of that, um, if we're talking about sexual energy and partners. A lot of that comes down to, to again, energy in your third chakra being out of balance, and that is ego. And and I think a lot of that, talking from a guy perspective, you know, mm-hmm. sexuality and that kind of thing, and say an actual sex, and being being able to have that a communication with yourself and b communication with other with, with each other. Um, from a guy point of view, you know, like it's about ego, and that's why you know, and I'll you know. Not everybody, but that's when guys fuck it up because this guy is about guys' ego, you know. And if you drop the ego, which is your uh, solar plexus chakra, and get that in balance about this whole area, you know, then a balance about sensuality and sexuality, mm-hmm. then you know there's but there's flow and it's about giving and receiving. But you know, guys have have ego problems in in that in that area. Yeah, and I think from the women's side, it's about. Uh, expressing what you what your desires are because I think it's what I mentioned already subconsciously we still believe that man has a priority mm. uh, so that's why uh, we are afraid to communicate in that right but nobody is your mind reader so nobody can know <laughs> what you want so that is your responsibility to communicate what you want and it's maybe challenging in the beginning but if you want to have amazing deep connection, so it's just you need to go out of your comfort zone slowly. And and, and you know the two of the what you what you um, said and what I said, you know that that, that is the exact point of the clash. Because the point of the clash is women. Uh, you know, not every again. This is not everybody, right? Um, but the women not having that uh, repression, not to express what they want. And the man with the ego, <laughs> you know, not wanting to maybe be told or listen to it, or you know, and and that's and then that's where the gap is, and that's where the clash is. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and and equally, like something else, I don't know why this is like we're talking about channeling, so I'm just going to throw this out here. And we got some comments to read, but it, it's it's equal. Like it's so important with all of these things. When you're in balance, and this is not just talk, we kind of drifted into sex here, which is absolutely fine. We can talk about that all night. Um, but it's it's equal, it's essential when you're in balance, then then the giving and receiving 
becomes equal because giving rather than receiving, I'm not, this is not just about sex, but this is about energy and sensuality. And we just can't kind of like, when things are out of balance, we get this idea of giving and receiving completely wrong. And for me, giving and receiving, if it is sex or it is sensuality or it is to yourself, um, it should it should be like breathing, right? You should, it should be equal to give and receive, not just be giving, not just be receiving. And it should be like breath, like you need both. You can't have one without the other. And if otherwise you're just out of balance and, and you know, and, and, part, and your energy dies. Like you would, if you only breathed out, uh, you would die. If you only breathed in, you would die. Like it's gotta be in balance. Yeah. And in relationship, you will just become resentment. If you're just given, given, it's... Will be yeah, and your energy is stuck, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, let's read what... You, you can, you go ahead. Uh, skin to skin, I'm reading from Linda. Skin to skin is important in the right context and uh, agreed male-female energy, it doesn't matter. Love doesn't always equal sex, but expressing life and... Uh, friendship matters yeah absolutely it's uh, it's not only about sex it's about uh, expressing love yes and uh, not being able to express it because um, i think where we tend to go is uh, to this conditional love and in sex and as well in, in general in just expressing love if you give me, if you say me, you tell me, then I give to you. And it just goes in circles. We are waiting, right? <laughs> and uh, it's your responsibility to, to do it first if you feel like. And I, I just notice for myself when I want sometimes to express something, then ego straightway comes in and uh, I feel like, okay, maybe I should not be first. Maybe I should not express something because... <laughs> And you can hear these voices in your head, right? So, yeah, it's true. Just um, these principles of unconditional love, they're very threatening for our ego, right? Yeah. <laughs> but um, it's, how, it's how you can build really unconditional love in your relationship. Mm. Then you give and uh, you invite another person to respond and to give as well. I believe it's how it's happening. Of course, if another is not given for a long period of time, it's creating balance, what you what you explained before of receiving and giving. Mm. Yeah, and, and um, you know, it, it is about that balance. It's something that well, I think we uh, how, how what am I trying to say? For we are to a certain degree, okay, coming back to collective um, collective programming. Right to a certain degree, and you know we are conditioned that giving is the right way. Right, we're conditioned that give, give, give—that's the right way until you've given and given and given. And so we are—we are programmed um, to a certain degree, uh, collectively programmed to a certain degree that actually receiving is bad. Yeah. Um, you know, we we're like, no, you've got to give, you've got to give, and. You know that that's that. There is a bit of collective conscious, um, collective programming in giving, um, but you know it's okay to receive. And the way I kind of get my, you know, get my head around it, or with people I've worked with, and you talk to them and you say, okay, let's let's, you know, the people that are overgive and overgive, and in the end, you know, you just give of yourself, and you've got nothing left when you're totally out of balance. Um, and what I say is like, if you are, if you're a person that gives, what is that, um, how much pleasure do you, let's just talk about present, for example, let's not make it about sex, but we can talk about sex. Well, let's talk, no, let's talk about, say, you know, you can talk about sex, right? Or let's, or a present or whatever. But if you're a person that likes to give, okay, you give, a, you give something to somebody else to make it be whatever you like you get an immense amount of pleasure out of giving to that person, right? And yeah. if you're a person that doesn't have imbalance and doesn't receive well, then you are, let's just talk about it in a partnership to make it easy, right? Mm -hmm. And you don't receive well, then you are 
cutting off the pleasure that that person, that you feel, that that person could feel by giving to you. That if you're not a good receiver, you're not allowing your partner to be able to have that feeling that you get from giving as well. So be open to receive. Did I explain that all right? Be open to receive and be open to giving. It's important to be able to receive from other people so they get that feeling as well that you get when you're giving. Yeah, and I think uh, receiving is much more difficult for many people than giving. Mm. What you're saying. Collective programming again. Yeah, it's because it's connected to we don't feel that we deserve to receive it. And once again, if I will ask you now, you will say me, yes, I deserve. But then it just shows up in daily life, right? Through like when something is given to you, how you react inside of your body. And this shows if you're really allowing to receive and not. And your partner will feel it when you don't. Mm. So yeah it goes really say i think it goes simply like are you are you happy are you ready and happy because then you can you go on and say well are you truly ready to receive are you receive are you looking for abundance in your life if we're talking about business for example and when or we're talking about receiving a or a partner are you ready for an abundance in life you know you have to be ready and open to receive because if your antenna is not up and ready to receive and you know, you can examine it in your living room. Even if someone says, even if someone says, like, let me pay for your coffee, right? Let me open the door for you. Let me get that for you. Even the simple, 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 if you're if even if someone buying you a coffee, if you can't just go, yeah, that's great, thanks. Or are you a person who goes, no, 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 I'll get it. Like that, examine your life, like even on that minute level, if you're not even prepared to receive a coffee from someone, then are you prepared to receive business, a partner, some great sex, you know, abundance? If if you're not even ready to receive somebody that loves you uh, to give you a coffee. Yes. Yeah. So small test, test your receiving. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. that's the homework from this. <laughs> yeah. And you can start playing with that. Like every time somebody is giving you something, just receive. Notice how it feels in the body. It might feel very uncomfortable in the beginning, but just play with it and just start receiving. Mm. And you will become a big receiver <laughs> with the practice. Yeah, because, you know, you say, oh, I'd love to win the lottery. I'd love to receive a million pounds. I'd love to have a great partner. I'd love to receive someone into my life and have fantastic sex with them. Um, but... At this stage, I'm not prepared to receive uh, somebody giving me a coffee. Like, how how is how is that going to work? Right? How is the universe going to go? Well, you know, it's just a coffee. What, what are you going to do if I give you like a, a million quid? You're going to go, no, no, it's okay. I've got this. <laughs> you like, you know, or some amazing sex. You know, you go, no, no, no. I'm going to go off and do it alone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's okay too, right? Yes. <laughs> Um, we have more comments. Oh, yes, I don't know. Uh, Lorna, hey, Lorna, Lorna again, amazingly, very central uh, person, um, very in touch with her feeling and her centrality. Um, she just said, You got there in the end. That was me trying to escape, explain, uh, I think, giving and receiving. I think, is that was that, hey, Lorna? Is that what I was trying to explain? I don't know. I hope so. <laughs> We're channeling tonight, so we don't know what's happening. Yeah, we're just. <laughs> but uh, it is, you know, it is, it is about like the giving, the, the giving and receiving. And I know this. I'm going to go back to something I read in a book, and I know this, and I know that you've seen this as well, Anna. And there was a book uh, I read a, a passage in a book, and it was purely about something that, that like, um, thanks, Lorna. <laughs> it was purely about something that part partnership and, and two things like it's a practice that partners um can do for each other and this very sensual sensual um and a little bit sexual based but it doesn't have to be sexual based and that is like this is giving and receiving at a real level of of kind of test and that is um you you say one night uh for your partner um your partner comes in, they don't do anything, you run their bath, you make their food, you go into the bath, you 
uh, wash them. This is not, not not sexual, right? You wash them, mm -hmm. you dry them, you speak or don't speak, you take them, you know, to the bedroom, you dry them, you give them a massage. And, you know, that is like, a, a, and, and, and whether it ends in giving some sex or not is not, is, is either not, neither one thing or another, or it can, or that can be. Mm -hmm. So that pure act of of giving that, and so, so this works on two levels. There's a pure act of giving, and you know how comfortable do you feel with receiving that, right? Because a lot of people say that's cool, I can do that, but you know to give that to someone. But how comfortable are you with receiving with, with allowing that to happen? And that's the question to to maybe ask yourself oh it doesn't have to be a bath and it could be something else you know it could be something less less yeah like yeah but even when you're talking about that i'm just checking with my body and i feel more comfortable giving than receiving all that yeah there you go there you go you know and that's when and even if you so even we're talking about getting the giving and receiving in balance even you can even check in with yourself we talked about a coffee before you can even check in with yourself by just talking about it like you say, how comfortable would I be to receive that? Ooh, like people are like, oh, no, not me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can play with your partner as well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but don't do it with someone else's partner. That's bad. What? <laughs> I said, don't do it with somebody else's partner. That's bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> with your own. Just play the game to, yeah. to develop your receiving side. But you know, even if you like it, if you haven't got like, do it to yourself. You know, like put, take, go home, give to yourself. Like, allow the time. Don't turn on the TV. Don't answer any emails. Don't answer any messages. Don't do WhatsApp. Don't do Facebook, Instagram, whatever you do. Um, you know, give if you if you give yourself time, make yourself some nice food, make yourself a bath, make yourself whatever listen to some music or read something like you can give to yourself and allow you to receive to yourself too and, and check check in with yourself and see how it works yes yeah it's what i do the last few days i found the most amazing ice cream shop and because it's summer i given myself quite often the pleasure of uh, eating this ice cream and <laughs> yeah it works well it works well i uh, you know we were talking about sensuality but how like how much i'm not going to say a sexual experience with ice cream but how much is your central experience of, of with that ice cream uh how much i mean but when i do when i eat ice cream i i do it in a sensual way so i go outside I have a work, I think, I, think uh, I listen to something uh, very, I don't know, uplifting or just music and everything. And I really, in the moment, with my ice cream, just doing that. And I think this is about connecting to the sensuality because like when we normally, when we will eat something, right? We are thinking about something, talking with somebody else, you're not with your food <laughs> any longer. You're with somebody else. Yeah. Yeah, that was, was that your question, or I, I no, no, no. I was just saying, are you, are you in? You know, when when you're in your ice cream, is it essential experience? And the way you said it was like, you know, you're you're using a, many of your senses, like you go and sit somewhere, you look somewhere, you can smell your environment, you're fully mindful with your ice cream, and that's that's, you know, that's another kind of aspect of what we're talking about. It's being mindful and in the moment. With things as well you know when we're giving receiving or when if it's sexual or if it's central um it's about being mindful as well and being in that moment and not having your mind on not letting your mind steal the moment you know and if it our minds always wander but we can bring them back pardon me to to where we are it's about that's another aspect of um sensuality and sexuality is being mindful of like how our body feels because our you know the head just goes takes over yeah yes uh it was amazing <laughs> we were going for one hour already do you want to add something 
I, I'm, I'm good. Unless anybody's got any else, got yeah. any questions, that kind of like went really fast, actually. <laughs> so it's the end. <laughs> it's a very good topic out of the comment zone. <laughs> the comments are amazing. And like, thank you so much for everybody that joined in. Yeah, thank and you. Like very much. If you want it, oh, here we go. Lorna, hold on a minute. So Lorna's saying, don't forget how guilty some of us feel when doing that for ourselves, but happy to do it for our loved ones. Probably another topic, but I know I felt physically fine with what you were both saying about stuff for other people, though when my physical reaction changed when you suggested it for yourself. Yeah, totally, Lorna. I don't know when you joined in, Lorna, um, but that we were talking about that, about a receiving part earlier on and how you can check in, you know, even talking about, even talking about it, you realise that there is a bit of imbalance there because you're happy to give and give and give, but even talking about the topic of receiving, and you know it's a physical, you know it's a physical change or an energetic change in your body, um, and it's just a, such an easy way to check in to know whether you're in balance or not. And you kind of like answered, no, no, that's fine. You you're allowed to be late because you can watch your rerun. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, that's what we were talking about, Lorna. Like you can check in with yourself because this. Giving, giving, giving is one thing, but receiving has got to be in balance. You've got to be to otherwise you just you're emptying your vessel um, and not refilling it. What do you what what do you think about that, Anna? I uh, yes, absolutely, and I think it's um, it's good as well to explore this guilt. Why do you feel this guilt? Do you feel you you don't deserve at some level to receive it? You have been maybe told by your parent that you need necessarily to do something in order to receive, to give something. Yeah, well, it's something you saw your mother do, your father do. Yeah, just to explore about like why, and lots of people feel guilt. I mean, around around receiving. Something. Lots and lots of people feel that it's it's as well it's our social condition of uh, how we have been raised about about receiving something. Mm. Yeah, receiving is is a I, I think it's it's kind of almost come out as a bit of a kind of you know trigger point of our conversation tonight. You know, is that you we are talking about sensuality and sexuality, and it's essential that we receive that even if it means giving to ourselves, and even if it just means giving ourselves the time to go out and receive some sensual pleasure from being in nature or like kevin said so simple put your feet on the dewy grass or like you go and buy yourself an ice cream and give to yourself because that is mass people have massive guilt around those kind of things yeah or take yourself for a date and watch what will happen. I swipe right on myself on Tinder. Yeah, I'm taking myself for a date. <laughs> yeah, because I think like lots of people feel guilty about around that as well. Can you imagine taking yourself to an expensive restaurant or something like that? Just to give it for yourself and notice what your mind will start saying you like, oh. Why? Why am I doing that? <laughs> For yeah, why would you do yeah. that? Third. So this will give you like the idea of uh, why you feel the guilt. Like what are your beliefs uh, behind that, behind having this guilt for giving yourself pleasures in life? Balance. Receiving. Yeah. Receiving. Is the topic. Receive. Receiving. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm guilty of it as well. You know, I'm feeling like someone does you know, says or does something, I'm like, oh, no, 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 don't worry about it. Oh, you know, I'll, I'll, mm -hmm. I'll sort it out. Or, you know, as in the business that we're in, you know, you kind of like, you want to, you want, you want to give a lot, you know, the business is there to, for, for us to give a lot. Um, but I think somebody said to me recently, like, who's look, you know, who, who's looking after you? What, who's, who's giving to you? And it's a good point, you know? Yeah. We're, we're probably like the stuff we do. We're probably some of the worst. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin says self-dating, love it. Take a couple of day, Kev. <laughs> yeah. With horses or without. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he takes it. He goes on a date with his two. I mean his two horses are amazing. Yeah. Like, he yeah. On a date. yeah. Take yourself on a date, Kev. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. 
Yeah. Cool. If anybody's got any other questions, then fire them in. If not, I guess we can. Uh, just one thing, like I said at the start, if anybody's got any questions, they want to talk to us individually about a message us on Facebook. Uh, if you want to explore working with us individually on a one-to-one uh, basis, then we both do one-to-one programs. Um, so we can talk about that. Um, it, but yeah, message anything that you you know put on here. Remember, is going to be in public forum. So uh, if you want to talk about something more deeply, um, privately, uh, confidentially, you can talk to either one of us, or you can talk about working with either one of us on a one-to-one basis. Yes. <laughs> and we can give and receive. <laughs> so thank you very much, everybody, for being with us tonight. It was such a pleasure to talk about this subject and to read all your comments. Thank you for your participation. And I thank Richard for being with me. It was amazing as always. Received. And I thank you. Received. received. <laughs> really received. <laughs> okay, so have a very good night. Yeah, you too. Thank you, everybody. Big love to everybody for joining in. And we sincerely hope that you've received this and you give some love to yourself and it's been of value. Thank you. Bye. Bye.